self-worth is a much higher frequency than self-esteem because self-worth is knowing your innate value regardless of an outside person or an outside circumstance. This week we've been talking about self-worth here on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show. And wrapping up this week, I'm really excited and honored to bring forth our Friday co-host, Vida de Lizzie, to help us get some real talk in about self-worth, which a lot of the times a lot of women don't want to talk about. Satnam, beautiful goddesses, I am Jatira Jukor, and I help entrepreneurial women of color take their sovereignty back by healing their inner child, rewiring their subconscious programs, and breaking ancestral karmic cycles. And this is our movement of sovereignty, of courage, of courage. I think definitely we can say you need courage to, to really face yourself and accept yourself. And I think that also self-worth is a subject matter that may not be so hot and sexy to talk about, but yet it is something that is a pathway to sovereignty. So welcome everybody. Thank you for being here, Lizzie. Do you know how excited I am to like see you here today? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited too. Jeez, it's been a week. Well, you know, you have the new moon coming up on Sunday. So anytime there's a new moon we start new beginnings so you you feel the the essence of like closing out things but also feeling like a lot of energy is moving faster one of the things that's really good for new moons and I don't know if you've been called to do this yet but is to like clean out and organize your house so that it brings in prosperity of these like new beginnings and that's what I've been doing like the last few days I've, I've been going my mind just as every drawer touch it and organize it and I went crazy on Amazon and I ordered all this stuff to organize my closet and it's looking like fantastic like so fantastic are you being called to do any um organization right now or, or any energies that the new moon that you feel this is a new moon in Aries so it's pushing this forward in action what are you feeling what are you vibing yeah, I know that I can totally relate to that. It's funny because it's actually to my car. Like I cleaned out my Geico car <laughs> because I was like, because my husband's been using it. So of course I'm, I'm like, this car needs like help really. So I've been cleaning out my work car and then I actually start a whole new process on Monday for work. Um, so it's, it's been so I have a lot of changes, a lot of new things coming up on, on Monday. <laughs> wow, right right on the new moon, because the new moon is Sunday to Monday. That's incredible. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of new stuff happening. Uh, so is, are you feeling like uncertainty or more like this is the right path I, or more doubt? I'm feeling like I'll know when I get there. Mm. No, I love that because it takes a lot of courage and trust to be able to say, you know what, I might not know right now, but I'm not going to try to butcher it or mess it up even more because the mind will create these stories. Exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of coming into it without expectations. I mean, I'm, I'm tired, you know, right. so maybe it's just that I don't have the energy to think about it yet, but um, yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll know once we get there, we'll cross that bridge when it comes. Yeah, and that's sovereignty in itself. And Kenya says, oh my God, I can so relate. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, sister, it's, it's, uh, we can, we see you too, Kenya. It's just a lot of growth very quickly. And the new moon, this new moon is very powerful because it's the first new moon of the um, astrological year. And we rebirth it. We, we literally let an old self die through the equinox and through the Easter resurrection. And now here we are in this new first new moon that's really potent, powerful, and it's asking us to step into our authentic power. And like I've been telling you all in, the, in our group, in our classes, it's now we're not afraid of, of our weakness. We're actually afraid of how powerful we truly are. And we're being given opportunities to step up into leadership. And there's doubt because it's new. And it's never been done before in many cases, but you're receiving a lot of divine guidance. That's the one thing that we're being helped with. And there's signs everywhere. And if you're not seeing them yet, ask for them because the signs will show you that you are in fact on the right path and that you're only afraid because the old programs of like, this is how it went down before, or these are, it feels like the same story. I can't believe that I'm actually making my dreams come into a reality. That's yeah. scary, you know, but remember, we're all growing through the relationship with ourselves and trusting ourselves more, even through the, through the growth. So it's major growth, major. Does it resonate with you? Yeah, I, I feel it. Yeah. I just, I guess I'm not as resistant to it as I was before. Yeah. And that's growth. That's spiritual growth there where you can surrender into it. And Kenya says, yes, I'm going through all of this. Yeah, that's the Aries. And depending on your on your chart, it'll tell you what specific area in your life you're being impacted. Some people it's in their relationships. Some people it's in their business. Some people it's in all areas because it's a big, we have this Pluto energy and Pluto destroys ladies. So remember, we rebirthed it also in the relationship with ourselves. So a lot of relationships were transformed, whether they became stronger energetically, even through the pain, or they completely fell apart and you left something or someone behind. There's no middle. There was an extreme, right? So now it's about your awareness into, are these old programs that I'm having in the mind? because I'm growing so quickly and that's where you, your inner work comes in to stabilize the nervous system, be able to surrender because stillness brings in the miracles, which is the shifts in perceptions and also the strength and, and courage to move forward in this, in this, in these new areas of your life where you're not going to bring those old belief systems with you that, you know, don't serve you. So yeah, it's, it's a lot. And I promise you that whatever you're being called to create right now or birth or wherever the opportunities are opening up those are the right ones it's just our old programming that's trying to tell us trying to protect us from the old way it felt when we failed you know and it's just you know it's it's our inner child's like you don't want to go through that again but now it's safe now you're ready to do this now there wouldn't be a reason why all these doors would be opening if if, it, if you weren't ready so yeah I, I, we were all growing so much, which is so cool that this week we're talking about self-worth. So I know that uh, you and I have had conversations about this and early on in the podcast, I don't even know if it's on the podcast. Yeah, it is on the podcast. Like I think in November, it's crazy because I went back to listen to that episode and the conversation was about self-worth and it came through my uh, conversation I had with my grandmother with her abuelita. And how I saw that her, the root cause of her suffering has been her, that she had this lack of self-worth and she almost kind of believed 
that uh, the things that happened to her in her life that were extremely tragic. I don't know how anybody could still be here and, and transcend them that she almost like believed that she deserved them. And she was, you know, like asking for forgiveness and, and, and staying in that program of I'm not worthy. So like my whole life is just going to be very low frequency. And then I think that's why the conversation came up back then. This time around, it's so interesting because self-worth comes up as we're talking about processing rage. And I, this time around, it was really more about my own personal awareness of where I still lacked strong worth efficacy <laughs> so for you like we've been talking about this stuff like how do you see this show up and and do you see the difference between self-worth and self-esteem you know what is it how does it how does it vibrate in your existence yeah i guess um what i've been hearing often it does make sense you know self-esteem are all those things that are outward outside of you um, that feed into your ego, right? That feed into the the body and in, into the mind. Um, self esteem. I always, I, I felt like I always had little self esteem, which is funny that I think of, of that. I don't. I think I've had low self esteem because I I was I was thinking I should have high self esteem, but in reality, I, I didn't need to. I just needed to have more self worth, right? I I walked my whole life thinking um, you need to have high self esteem, and then that way people don't hurt you. You create this 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 uh, you know this uh, where nothing you're invincible and nothing can touch you and nothing can affect you if you have high self esteem. And really, it's actually the opposite, right? Because high self-esteem is fueled on outward things, which you cannot control, which then really move you easily, right? Um, and so I always thought, you know, I, as a woman, I need to have high self-esteem so people can respect me. Um, and again, that's just a lot of feeding into the ego that I thought that I needed to be. Um, and I think once I moved from that now to self-worth, which is really what is the worth that I'm putting for myself, right, on myself, which is really the only thing that I, I can, it feeds the soul, right? Because you, you have to learn about yourself yes. to be able to know what your self-worth is and, and where you draw boundaries on your self-worth, who can come into that that area that inner area rather than trying to feed that inner area with the self-esteem of the outer world oh that was so powerful <sighs> okay there's two things i want to ask you about that i hope i don't forget the second thing is about boundaries and then the first thing i want to ask you is you said something right at the beginning self-esteem is created through our controlling right and so we control things and that's where we create this false illusion of being powerful or confident because of something that we're controlling on the outside. And, and I, the reason that's powerful is because I, I know that it, the woman that, and this is a, how I used to be, but the women that, you know, do the inner work in our community and in the academy, they are high achieving and they can, they're they're like number one in their in business and their jobs you know they have an organized house everything's like perfect because those are the things they can control but then they have a nervous system breakdown because they're not they're doing that 
to avoid what's really happening inside here. And that's what I feel is the big awakening that is happening right now. Women that are moving from just the mind and those things they can control, which was the material world, realizing that that didn't fulfill them, which was me, right? Realizing that all those leadership positions and, and the cars and the houses, although we should never live in poverty, realizing that that is not the, that, that was my self-esteem that I was increasing versus knowing that I was already enough to not only have those things, but to know that I don't have to hustle or be someone that I'm not. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So how does a woman learn, and how did this happen for you? Let's just talk about that. Learn to let go of control, because I know we all are controlling in different ways. We, some of us do it to our husbands, our kids. We want them to, we live vicariously through them, so we tell them they have to do the things we never did, right? We control that. We control uh, our business, that's easy for a masculine woman. <laughs> that's the easiest thing to, to drive herself in her work and to just be a workaholic because that's where she gets the accolades, you know? And it's easy to do that. It's not, it's harder to go into the heart for you. Like, where do you think the women have the biggest challenge? Um, oh, there's a <laughs> lot of levels. That's a, that's a loaded question because it's, it's a lot of levels. I mean, I think right now the biggest challenge that women, okay, that women deal with is, is really is, Again, it's that outwardly view that people have of what a mom should look like, a wife, a working person. So it's all those those outer labels that we put on ourselves that we think that we have to fulfill that then we go to Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock and then base our self-worth or our self-esteem on what we did that week. Or what we, you know, what we did that day. What did we get done that day? Do you ever go at four thirty or and five and do a mental checklist of what you got done? And do you put your self worth based off of what you did get done and what you didn't get done? Do you do that on a daily basis? Do you do you let that fuel how you go into then your home with your kids? Because you didn't get that done, then it causes an imbalance at your home. And you're, you're wanting to say, I didn't get all this done at work, so let's, you know, I got to go in the house and do all this stuff. And everybody, you know, which is kind of what I did today, I'm like yelling at the kids, go do your chores. If they're not done in 30 minutes, you're a failure, you know, <laughs> which then we bring that and we push that off on our girls, you know, on our kids. It's like, that's where it starts. And that's why it's the hardest. I know for a lot of the women that we kind of go through, we, we've all been kind of raised by this prototype, which I'll call society, of what a hard, especially women of color. Women of color have this whole other, I don't know, this whole other like hustle mentality that we have to achieve, that we have to get to, or else our, our self-worth is, is diminished if we don't have that hustle mentality because we're taught that because we're of darker skin we have to hustle harder you know so it's it's i think it's much deeper than just uh uh 
you know, what is the, you know, hardest thing for women. I think it, it's a lot of different things that, that come into it that affect really how we even move into the world. Yeah. And the, the, more, the thing where you can see is in your kids, like you said, because then you see how your kids are, are act are being. And if they're not in a state of consciousness, because like I always wondered, my son is like always the oldest one. He, he has a vision. He's never had a lack of vision what to do with his life. He doesn't have patience for the phases. He thinks he needs to, he used to think he needed to be somewhere based on his age and all of this stuff. And I always was like, you have a whole life ahead of you. And I could never understand because by the time he was going through that phase, I was healing my only masculine energy. And it wasn't until like years later, because him and I have like a, a accountability weekly meeting that I realized he was, I, he was being me, like just wanting to eat the world in one day. So I, I could relate to his like lack of patience and I could see myself in him and seeing that he didn't recognize all the achievements he's doing, all the accomplishments. He was only focused on the things he wasn't doing, which was all me, you know? So it's so interesting that now that I know that this is what I needed the major, made most major healing in me that, that now he's able to also work on his nervous system and allow himself the space to have joy in the creation versus trying to get to the end because it's never an ending lady that you think you're going to finish a project, but there's going to be something else you're going to do. You're going to be asked to step into another role, maybe in your business, your business is going to grow because if you're not preparing for your success, what are you preparing for? Right. There are just going to be different levels. And that's what I, told him that I tell myself now, you know, when I feel that I should have done this already. Instead, I'm actually really proud of myself that I'm actually learning to honor myself, do more self-care, take naps if I need to, because I'm really, really tired. I never used to do that. I used to just run on coffee and until I could stop, I was like until the end, but that's a lack of self-worth, right? And it's not something bad, like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, feel ashamed that I had that I've operated that way no it's great awareness so that I can see especially if you're in this field where I'm you know coaching and doing classes and stuff like that I need to keep myself in a really high frequency and the highest frequency you can keep is in being compassionate with yourself being your best friend which is kind of what you were alluding to and having major awareness because of, of your own bullshit right of the ways that you bring yourself down of the ways that you tell yourself you can't do something because that's ultimately the only the only blockage or what do you think yeah or even just okay so i need to check this box up and that that makes that gives me my self-worth you know what and that's the stuff that we put on ourselves you know is we say i need you know good mom check right you know and if you're bad if you feel like a bad mom that day yeah that's okay to feel that way because it happens we're growing right but as soon as that happens and you can't check the box and then you're like well my self-esteem you know right away that's one of the things that come up my self-esteem right but the self-esteem is the ego you know the self-esteem is the program it's not your true essence because you're Self, your true essence, which is your authentic soul, wouldn't be asking those questions. Your, right. your, no. your authentic soul trusts all process, the, all parts of the process. And honestly, when you can stabilize the nervous system, you learn to live in the flow and your whole life turns into a meditation. It's not something you're just sitting down for 
which is a great way to take you there. But you learn to make everything joyful and beautiful. And that to me is sovereignty. That to me is success. Because in that state of consciousness, you can manifest anything. <laughs> we make this too hard. It really is simple. And it just needs to be intentionally be brought to our awareness and be okay to talk about this you know divine art compass says thank you uh i really appreciate you speaking about this it's also a huge vulnerability to trust in the feminine energy of yin and relaxing thank you for saying that and that's exactly uh, what we were saying right now you know it's uh, it needs to be spoken about because it's not you're not bad or less or or you're worse than because you don't see yourself in a high level of self-worth and you put yourself in positions where perhaps, you know, people take advantage of that. That's not, it's not that at all. It's the awareness that's going to help you learn to integrate holistic tools, which is what we do here in our movement to help you change those patterns, right? That's all it is. And, and it takes courage. That's what we were saying right now at the beginning, right, Lizzie, to, to face yourself and to know, wow, because, you know, like I was telling you all, ladies, this is what is shadow work. You know, this last full moon, I was going through challenges in my life and I'm at a point in my life that if I'm going through challenges, give me a few hours and then I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take the victim mentality. I'm going to ask, what is this trying to teach me about me? Right. Yeah. And I, you know, when you live in that state of consciousness, when you say, instead of look at what that person did to me, look at what the world is doing to me. And instead you start to do the shadow work, you have the tools we have. That's why the SWC method is so effective because I have specific tools to integrate to then help me become aware of my shadow and what can I learn? And the reason why this is so powerful is so you don't want to repeat it again. And, and this is how your self-worth strengthens because you move through those uncomfortable, just like in Kundalini yoga and in the inner work and meditation, uncomfortable sitting there and facing that stuff, right? But guess what happens on the other side? You're like, oh shit, it's actually not true. Then you know really what moves you and what doesn't, right? Because you know who you are. Exactly. It always goes back to that. It always oh, goes back to the question. You know when you who you are, nothing can hurt you at all. But that is so strong to validate and create the space for ourselves to heal and regenerate from the masculine energy of getting shit done. Absolutely, 100%. And I think so many of us women, it's not just like a few of us. It's, that's how we were trained and programmed into the masculine energy in order to get shit done, right? And really knowing that we're all, it's all energy including our level of self-worth and learning how to not just be in one, learn to be balanced, right? And learn how to balance out our divine femininity, our masculinity. That's what will then be able to leave as a legacy for our daughters and for our sons so that they're not also just in their masculine energy and so that our daughters know their level of worthiness and are not an only one as well. It's not bad. I don't, I don't see it as bad or good anymore. I think that's when another thing when you start doing this healing work, you start to reparent yourself and you, you just look at it as frequency high and low versus good and bad. Because the minute you start using even those words, you start to like punish yourself again, right? Or what do you think? Yeah, when, when someone has a comment, you know, the other day me and my husband were sitting in the car and he's like, he was just frustrated with the situation with our oldest daughter and he's like, you're so lenient on her. You tell her that you're going to take the phone away and then you don't take the phone away and it's really frustrating 
to me. It makes me, I'm losing my patience. So it, of course, then it hurt my stomach and it like nodded. I got a knot in my throat because that's him questioning me as a mother, right? So that was my initial gut reaction. So I dropped his ass off and I took, the, I dropped his ass off at practice and I left. And I went to go wash the car and then I came back and I didn't talk to him for like two hours, right? Because that was my self-esteem. He took a punch at my self-esteem as a mother, right? And so I just, I I had to feel that. I had to feel that, that shame. I had to feel that embarrassment. I had to feel like I had to question myself in the name of growth, in the name of he has his opinions on who I should be and I have my own opinions. And then I had to regroup and really tell myself, who the fuck are you? Who are you? What are you, what are you doing? And what is the truth? What is the truth here? Let's uncover the truth. And I had to do that. And in uncovering the truth, which he brought out a shadow, right? He brought out a shadow uh, for whatever reason, you know, it needed to be brought out in me so that I can experience that situation and really decide whether it was going to move me from that day forward, how it was going to sit in my body. Was I going to let it sit as resentment in my body towards him and then towards my daughter? No. So what, what did I do? I, I talked to Elise and I'm like, okay, you didn't listen to me this time. You need to go out and back to my car, you know? No, you know, instead of yelling and being like, you know, we're, we're addressing the concern. You're old enough to help mom because mom is stripped out and that's just the reality. Let's address all the concerns really that are there. And it, it had to be brought up, but that's what I'm talking about is when these situations, when somebody comes at you a certain way and you're like, hold on, oh, wait a second, who are you to tell me this, right? That's the ego right away. Right. You, know, you are, you know, and okay, move through that, but then coming back to yourself and saying, okay, who in the hell am I? Am I really this person that, 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 you know, I'm painting in my head? Am I really a failure as a mom or do I choose to see myself as a growth, a mother in progress, a human in progress, you know? And that's the biggest shift in consciousness that anyone can receive to heal and to not be so hard on themselves to then create, make the problem even worse. Because then if you then accepted what he told you, which when well, now someone is saying things like that, they're actually not acting out of consciousness either. So they're not being right. conscious, right? So you have to understand he's not always going to be conscious. And then you gave yourself the space to become aware of the situation. If most women or moms would be like, yeah, I suck. And this is exactly how I feel, which then is going to create the energy to create more of those experiences with your daughter and your daughter's going to feed off of that guilt versus you step away. Just this is the highest form of yoga. This is why you practice on the mat so that when these situations come, you have the endurance to not react and keep creating those cycles in your life and in your children's life and in your marriage. You want to heal this, you step away. You, who the fuck am I, right? I know who I am and not take it personal. Send, send, send the man prayer, right? Before you, you react and, and you throw something and then you become aware of who you are. You come back and you deal with the situation with your daughter and then the karma becomes clear. Bada bing, bada boom.
Exactly right, because the situation wasn't, it could have turned into a situation between me and my husband. Total, oh my God. That, and that was not the situation. The, it, the issue and what needed, to, and it's not an issue, it's just a, something that needs to be corrected and needed to be done with my daughter. Right. That's, that's who, you know, and it's really where you place your energy. Where are you choosing to place your energy? Are you choosing to place your energy in that 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 low self-esteem energy trying to feed the ego are you giving your energy all your energy to your ego or are you giving your energy to your your truth you really who you are and what you're here to do which is ultimately is grow and of course you have to understand you have to be super compassionate with yourself because ultimately what you're talking about is controlling the mind and this is why we might be pioneers, those that are already meditating or doing the inner work, because it will become a priority in the future, in very near future. Because truly, when you can control the mind, you're not going to create more karma. You're not, and you have a high level of self-worth. Because when you control the mind, you get to the state of consciousness of the neutral mind, which is what we talk about with the SWC work. You collapse time. You, you experience yourself as an infinite soul and you're able to have incredibly open relationships. The most beautiful part here yeah. is that your daughters don't have to then feel something, that energy of not wholeness, right? It, it stops with you, right? Because we have the power to do that, ladies, especially us as women. And that's how you attain self-worth. It's awareness of yourself and acceptance of yourself and learning how to be compassionate with yourself while we become aware of our shadows and while we project and, and, and experience this thing that we call life, right? Yeah. <laughs> Easier said than done, but it's, it's, it is worth it. That's how it happens. Like you put it in slow motion and then you graduate and you go into different levels of the university, right? What is Maya says? Um, it feels like you're talking directly to me. <laughs> Maya asks, my ass. I'm going to say it right, right? I think this is talking to all of us, right? What does Maida say? Um, it says, I read somewhere that self-esteem, I read somewhere that self-esteem is what you think and believe about yourself versus self-worth is knowing you're greater than those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, because it's not about the things. It's about your innate value your your incarnation as god realizing herself through you i mean it's pretty epic and then you tell your children this i it, it i think it builds them also with a lot of humility to use their their power in a way where they get to create and it becomes joyful and you have that worthiness so you're not in competition you know you're you're you know who you are and that's what life is supposed to be. It's supposed to be joyful. And if it's not joyful, you're not doing it right. You know, you're just not doing yeah. it right. And I always felt like I fought against that. It's funny because I've always been like, I don't want to compete. I, I don't want to have to compete. Why do I have to? I always fought that that mentality of, of needing to be in competition and, and needing to be higher and feeding the ego and you know, because I, I knew that uh, if you didn't have, if you didn't have a good, not not even a good grip, but even an awareness of an ego, that it could take you really to a dangerous place. It really could take you to dark places that really don't exist. 
right? Those self-created, dark, hard places that are all created by the ego itself. The program. That's why self-awareness is the most priceless, priceless element of being a human being because then you become aware of those programs and those that's what the ego is i mean people think arrogance and it's really just all of those programs that you carried and you know a lot of people are not even aware of them because the 85 percent of the day they're just kind of operating and i don't know i was given this opportunity to incarnate in this body i really want to experience all of it all of the joy all of the i mean everything i mean even love is so is so tragic and so beautiful you yeah. know at the same time so I think that we're all reaching a state of humanity where we have the information, but we just, we need to take it to the next level and we have to integrate. We really have to become a society that, that walks the talk to steer the ship. And, and it starts with women having a high level of self-worth and that's innate knowing what, what Maida said, you know, it's not, not from the outside. It's, it's regardless of that. If you were poor, if you didn't have anything right now under your name, not poor, we're not going to use that word, but if you were in a island somewhere by yourself, would you still feel worthy, you know, or do you put your worth on someone or something? Because if you do, then that's where the, the source is always fair and always teaching us how to. Yeah, and, and, and- you'd probably be more connected to earth and our true divine, you know, connection. So you'd feel a lot more richer. Um, I know when I felt the most at peace and the most, you know, rich was when I connected to earth herself, like, you know, to a power higher than myself. And, and what's funny, I, you had just mentioned that it takes, you know, one woman, Myra, had sent me this little video. I think I forwarded to you guys, but it's like, it really is. It just takes one woman to open the door, not only for other women, but for other men, for other kids, for everyone. It, it really just takes one, one conscious decision to not react when somebody is maybe taking your maybe you're feeling like your self-esteem is low which is which is a real thing right now you know it's it's really real with with what we're dealing with with social media with all that stuff i mean your self-esteem it it can really get tested your your self-worth can get tested and moved um but as long as really you treat you stay true to and you know who you are which is the whole reason of doing this right is knowing who you are so that no one can move you and, and you you know that the path that is for you is, is the right path for you, no one else. Yeah. So there's no need for comparison. I'm so glad you said that because that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. It's like, what are the solutions for us to have a high level self-worth? And that is it. If you are listening to a divine guidance, to your divine guidance, to God, call her what you will, then you're creating from a place of that your own dharmic purpose and we have a society especially women who are not following their we were talking about their creative path you know they're not doing things that are putting them in the flow state and creative state right and because of that their souls are literally dying and that's what that's what cold depression is it's they keep themselves so busy that it's the number one ailment against the age of Aquarius. Oops. 
So we were talking about how it is the number one actual problem in the age of Aquarius. And it really will be the biggest element for us to overcome. And it is something we can overcome. It, we can overcome it through connection to our soul, going within, feeling our feelings as we become sensory beings. Because what is happening is with the outer stimulation of the world, we're not feeling our bodies. We're not able to be in our bodies. And we're not able to be in our bodies because we have a lot of trauma. We have a lot of inner child programs that live within us. And so this cold depression is doing a disconnection to our soul, which is then not helping us realize or become aware of our true essence, which is we're infinite souls. And it sounds, you know, like, oh, mumbo jumbo, but think about it. If you have even a second or a moment of your life where you see yourself as an infinite soul and not this person with all these stories, that could be the only second that you actually need to heal, to, to change the perception of yourself and all of your experiences that have led up to that moment, which could be the only moment you need to heal change transform your life and this is done through the inner work this is this is why it's so important for you that through meditation through kundalini yoga through spiritual psychotherapy which is the swc method that we teach inside of satori wellness and spirituality that you actually take your power back your sovereignty back by learning to connect more to your soul following your dharma listening to the voice of stillness to the voice of truth that's guiding you because when you do that you're not in competition with anyone else you're basically following guidance and and you're listening to why your soul incarnated into this world and when you're happy and joyful when you have even if you know ever since uh, i left my business as a real estate broker that i was in for 15 years you know at the top of my game and everything but i was my soul dying disconnected right and it's not like now at the sovereign one movement with the uh with the community we have uh we've had now for close to two years or two years now coming up on and um also with the academy sovereign woman academy that i launched as well it's not that there's no action to take it's just that this type of action is some action that i'm not competing against anyone and I'm doing it for my heart. And so time is not important or relevant. And the resources are always there for me to get better and get clear about the movement and about what I'm doing here as a soul. So it's not until you start to really trust yourself and you carry a high level of self-worth that you actually realize how powerful life can be and how you can live in joy and, and how important self-worth actually truly is. So that's what we've been talking about this week. Uh, we lost Lizzie here in the connection, unfortunately, but uh, we will have her wrap it up with us next week. Of course, she'll be back next Friday, but I, these are really important subject matters. So as you yourself tune in to your highest divinity, as we move into this energy of the moon and as we move into this uh, second part almost of 2021, really understanding that the inner work is a priority, ladies. It's not something that we do when we feel like it, not only as a preventive medicine, but it is really a way for you to change your destiny, change your energy, thoughts, feelings, and emotions that then create your destiny, right? And rewire those inner child subconscious programs that continue to run our day, day to day. So love to invite you all, as you all know, right now, uh, we are not uh, taking enrollment for Satori Wellness and Spirituality but you can go to our free private community on Instagram 
at Sovereign Woman Movement and stay up to date with all of the things that I'm doing. So make sure you're following there. We're going to be doing a lot of fun, th fun things in there. And that's where I also give you a lot more tips about how to actually heal this cold depression, overcome the cold depression in order to heal your inner child and rewire the subconscious programs. So make sure you tune in over there. Follow us on Instagram at Sovereign Woman Movement. You can also, if you're a Facebook person, we're, we also have a private Facebook group over there as well. So uh, there's a link right here below on the podcast, or you can actually click on the link also um, in my IG bio as well. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm so excited to come back uh, second part of season three next week with brand new episodes of the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast to help you all in being part of our movement of taking our sovereignty back by healing, self-healing. Our inner child program is rewiring our subconscious mind and clearing ancestral karmic cycles. Thank you all. Have a blessed rest of your day. Sadna. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.